and Missions Connections. Uh, they, uh, just so you know, Jorge and Rosa are from the Tegucigalpa, Honduras area. Uh, the village of Tamara is where actually Dadasco itself is, which is uh, northwest of Tegucigalpa, the city. And so um, there are, what? how many children are there right now? 35? There, right now there are 35 children who are housed in Dadasco or part of the Dadasco Children's Home. Uh, they also have, as you saw in the other video earlier, there's a school. And from the surrounding community, another about 60 to 65 children join them every day for school um, during the school school year and are uh, for primary up to up to ninth grade. And so uh, just awesome stuff going on there. And uh, so we are so glad you're here. And Brother Jorge, why don't you come up? Let's welcome them as they come up and share with us. Thank you, Dr. Muy buenos días, hermanos, hermanas. Good morning, brothers and sisters. Después de alabar al Señor, After the Lord, darle la gloria y la honra a Él, the glory and the honor to him, estoy tan llena de amor I'm so full of love que el Señor es bueno. Y estaba orando y pidiéndole al Señor Lord, que todos los que estamos aquí here, nos llenara y nos, llen, y nos llene y nos llene de su amor a todos. Porque esto trae una riqueza al corazón y es tan hermoso ver al Señor And it's so beautiful to see the Lord. Que no tenemos oportunidad de salirnos de ese amor. That we, we don't have the, the chance to get out from, from that love. Estamos aquí con un propósito. We are here with a purpose. Y es primeramente agradecer a Dios. And it's firstly to thank God. Por toda la maravilla que Dios hace a través de la vida de cada persona. For all the marvelous that the Lord is doing through the life of every person. Adultos y jóvenes, gracias. Adults and, and, and youth, thank es, you. Es un mover maravilloso que hacen cada uno de ustedes. It's a very good movement that uh, all of you do. El Señor Jesús mandó discípulos. The Lord, the Lord Jesus sent his disciples. Y créanme que ustedes, cada uno de ustedes, y gracias, Pastor, por lo que están haciendo, también están haciendo la voluntad del Señor. And uh, believe me that every one of you, and thank you, Pastor, because we know that all of you are doing, uh, are doing his, uh, his work. Créanme que su corona en el reino de Dios tiene más perlitas, believe más perlitas. Y eso es maravilloso. Yo me alegro y me gozo. Gracias, Pastor. Una congregación maravillosa. Dios les bendiga. Good morning, everybody. We are, as my wife said, uh, said uh, we are really glad to be here. 
before to continue uh, uh, speaking, let me let me um, apologize before you if my English is not very good. You know, even though I'm going to be asking Pastor John to correct me with some word that probably I'm not going to be sure how to say. You know, but uh, as my wife said, my wife said, uh, what a wonderful time of worshiping that we have been having this uh, this this morning. For sure, for sure, that the Lord is really good. You know what? With the, the last songs, we were, we were thinking that the Lord is good, 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 right? And uh, it said, let it rain, let it rain. Open the floodgates of heaven. And since the last uh, Wednesday that we came, it had been raining. It had been, yeah. I know from many of you that you don't have too much rain here. So we were singing, we were singing that the Lord do miracles. And this is a miracle. And uh, w- while uh, we were singing, I, w- I was thinking uh, what the Bible says. It says that, that for the blessing of the just of right, the, the city will be also blessed. Just, uh, just righteous. Okay, for the blessing of the righteous the city will be also blessed. So I know that the blessing of the Lord is here among us, and, but the, the city is also blessed, you know. So uh, well, we praise the Lord. We, we thank the Lord for everything he's, he's doing with us, you know. So uh, we thank you. We thank you for your prayers. We thank you for, for uh, different things that you're doing with us, you have been taking uh, the Dasco and our family like a your family. Thank you for having us in, in, in your heart. As Pastor John was doing mention, uh, it was a moment that we thought that it was going to be possible for us to come to the United States. Even uh, uh, one brother from Ohio, Brother Joel Buher, he bought the plane tickets for us using free miles. So he sent us that. But for the other two destinations that we have, and then come back to Honduras, uh, we wasn't able economically, you know, to buy the, the plane tickets. But then the Lord, the Lord uh, uh, supplied, you know. And uh, as we were praying here, I, I mean, uh, as we were worshiping here, I was thinking that the Bible said, or say, that uh, we were still praying when the Lord already answered our prayers. Is that, that, that the Lord is saying in Isaiah, Isaiah, Isaiah right? So, um, yeah, the Lord is a lot of miracles. The Lord is a lot of uh, surprises. And uh, he's all the time giving us surprises. He said that he will, he will be in front, of, in front of us all the time with uh, blessings. And we see, and we see that every every day. Again, brothers, thank you, thank you very much, because um, uh, this year, 2018, you saw the videos. Uh, you have been uh, allowing and supporting the pastors and the families that have been coming to Didasco. Uh, that's really so good from all of you. And uh, what we do, beside to thank you, is uh, we praise the Lord 
we thank the Lord because in the, in the call that he gave us, uh, he promised us to, to put special people in our path for us to do his work. Uh, I, I'm beginning to, to talk about um, the call from the Lord for all of us, you know. But uh, for sure, thank you. You saw the videos because uh, that uh, the children, they, they were really, really happy. They were enjoying uh, that time. It, it was only seven days, you know. And as we were talking with Pastor Dan uh, this morning, uh, our time here is almost finishing. We are, we are, we are uh, living on, 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 on next uh, Tuesday. So he told me it's the same when we came to Honduras. One week is not enough for everything. When we, when suddenly we have to say bye-bye. And it's, and it's hard, you know, but uh, praise the Lord for the, for the time that he's given us. So thank you, thank you. Please believe me that we are uh, uh, very deep. Uh, thank, uh, uh, thanks with all of you because all of you, uh, you're, you're doing. This morning you were uh, getting a, an offering thinking, Always in the Dasco, and, and that's really so good. Oh, by the way, um, I was telling you that Brother Joel Buher gave us uh, or bought the plane ticket for us to fly to, to Midland with uh, three miles. If in any moment uh, we, we will we'll come again and we need three miles, I will ask you if you have three miles to fly to. Because, yeah. I noticed that that's really good. We don't have to be worried to, to get money, you know, for that. Yeah, okay. Um, this morning, I'm going to share with you a little bit about the, the, how the, the Lord called us. But I want to read a little bit the, the Word of God. And... Um, We're going to read uh, in uh, Genesis. I don't know if we're going to have it there on the screen. But we're going to read um, Okay. Right there is. Yeah, in English. <laughs> Why we don't read it together? And you help me to do it. Okay? One, two. The Lord has said to Abraham, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And whoever curse you, I will curse. And all people on her will be blessed through you. So Abraham went as the Lord had told him. And Lot went with him. Abraham was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. Say Haran, right? Okay. That's nice. It was not just uh, Abraham that received uh, the calling from the Lord. You know, uh, many special people in the Bible were, were calling from the Lord. And I wanted to read this because um, 
I want to begin telling you that uh, when the Lord called Abraham, um, when we read this uh, uh, Bible verse, we read it uh, very easy, you know. We know that, the, that Abraham was called from the Lord and he obeyed. He obeyed. But we don't know, we don't stop to think if for Abraham that was easy or it was not easy. And for sure, I, I, I think that it was not easy for him. Later on the Bible, uh, we know uh, or we read that the Abraham was a rich man. He was having a lot of uh, animal, animals. You say uh, livestock, right? He had different, different kind of uh, livestock. And uh, it say, and and uh, that word that we read, that he, that the Lord uh, said, Abraham, go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. So, for Abraham, for sure, it was not easy. You know, he was he was uh, living back his uh, family, his country, maybe his customs. Uh, um, I don't remember right now, but I think he took with him uh, his livestock. But any, anything, I think, uh, anyway, I think uh, it was not easy for him, you know. So what I want to say is uh, uh, the Lord um, have been calling all of us. All of us, we, we were uh, firstly called to be saved, to be uh, the kids of God, to be a servant of him. All of us, we have been calling, you know, but there is a moment, that, there is a moment that it comes when the Lord is very probably that is going to make all of us a calling behind of what we are thinking to be at the church, worshiping, you know, having a very good relationship. And uh, he's going to make a, a, a call uh, for us in a, in a different way. Um, in order that uh, like uh, we did, we had to resign and we have to abandon everything uh, to come to serve the Lord and what he was uh, 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 calling us to do. Uh, I know that several of you have uh, listened to our testimony, but may, many uh, others uh, didn't, didn't hear our testimony. And that's uh, what we want to, to, to speak this morning. But I want to tell you about... Um, um, that when, when the Lord is asking us something, uh, uh, our inside, our very inside, it's a requirement that we do that that the Lord is asking for us. Um, you know, Abraham, uh, according to some, some um, um, uh, commentary that I was reading, Abraham was living in a, in a land of uh, prostitution. He was living in a, in a, in a land of a paganism, paganism, and uh, he also was living in a, in a sinful land. So, um, uh, probably in any manner, even he was uh, a, a, a king, uh, um, a kid of God. He was uh, in any manner uh, used to live, you know, in, in that in that uh, situation. But uh, I want to tell you that uh, only those that are listening, the, the boys of God, are able to make a sacrifice, to abandon and to resign everything that we're used to do. Uh, when we hear the, the boys of God, uh, 
we're not thinking what is the opinion of others, you know. Of course, it's, it's, um, it's, uh, um, it's, it's very good asking some others, you know, about what we are feeling in our heart because we don't have experience with the calling that the Lord has given us. And, of course, I did, you know. I was uh, asking different people. And I remember that only one told me uh, something that's, uh, that's make me to feel uh, better when, I, when we were feeling uh, that special calling that the Lord put in our hearts. And this, uh, this, this uh, friend, he was a pastor, he told me, Jorge, it's very difficult for me to tell you what you have to do. But just follow what your heart is telling you. So uh, that was uh, uh, probably it was not that I was uh, what I was waiting for him, you know. Probably I, I wanted uh, he give me, uh, how to say, uh, say it again. Pat on the back and telling me, oh, very good, Jorge, you're, you're a very good servant and uh, you will be blessed and go ahead, do it. You know, and of course, that, that works uh, become to be very good, you know, because somebody is encouraging, encouraging us to do something. But in this case, we need to um, think and, and, uh, and uh, to check or revise, see what is what the, our heart is telling us. So, um, of course, in all of that, it's included the faith that we have in, in our Lord. Uh, when, uh, when we came to the Lord in 1978, since at that time, after that the Lord uh, changed our life and transforms our life, our best desire was serving the Lord. And we told him many times in praying on the worshiping, Lord, here is our life. We want to serve you. You can, you can send us to do whatever you want. And, and we were telling that to the Lord many, many times. So, but we began to serve the Lord in our church, the first church in Tegucigalpa. We, we, we began, of course, I, I was 23. And we began, of course, to serve with the Jews. Then we were evangelizing in the, in the different units of the army on the streets and the Central Park, different places. We were also, when we were... Um, uh, I would say when we were uh, dating with, with my wife, let's say novios hermano, dating, yeah. So we be, we had the opportunity to go to the, the house of the president uh, to evangelize, to preach, to share the word of God with the, with the bodies, the, the, the guard bodies of the president. And we were doing that every Sunday at 6 o'clock in the morning. Then we got married, and we continued doing that like for three years. So we were really pleasing, you know, serving, serving the Lord. Then we, we were members of the local council, and we were doing different things, you know, uh, during the, six, that, the first uh, 16 years. For that uh, time and, uh, in the 80s, uh, 1984, the Lord gave me the opportunity to go and work at the U.S. Embassy in Tegucigalpa. Uh, in a time that the employee was very, very difficult. And let me tell you that uh, 
the Lord was was answering uh, our praying according to our need, you know, because it's not for uh, uh, whoever that is going to go to work at the U.S. Embassy. And for me, really was was uh, easy to do that, that, you know. The Lord put me um, a man that I, um, I, I didn't know him very good, you know. But it was really easy. It was a, a, a Saturday afternoon, and uh, we, we, I began to talk to him. And for Monday, I was already working. And I did, and I did for almost 10 years. So what I want to tell you is I had the opportunity to uh, get better positions, you know. But we we cont- uh, we we were con- uh, we were uh, continue serving the Lord and asking the Lord probably uh, without knowing you know that the Lord was taking in count our words our our prayers you know and it came the time in 1991 that the Lord began to put that uh, special feeling in our hearts you know the task for that time. It was almost on the abandon. Because let me tell you very quickly that the Dasco began with, in the ministry of Pastor Dean Truitt. He was from, from, from Texas. I don't know from what city, but he was from Texas. And he came from Costa Rica like in uh, 1965 or 67. I don't remember exactly the day, but he was pastoring our church uh, in Tegucigalpa and being a missionary for the whole Honduras. Uh, for 17 years, and and it wasn't that time when the Lord showed him or put in, in his heart uh, the the the, um, the urgency to need all of that uh, children in need that were in the street. So uh, the Lord put a, a, a very uh, special uh, need in his heart to fund the Dasco. So he uh, brought different people from the United States to build the, 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 the first facilities at the Dasco. But then it came some, uh, play, uh, a time when the, he was called uh, by the mission to go to another country to be missionary and pastor. So for, for those that, uh, years of 90, 91 and 92, the Dasco was functioning, but no, uh, it was no adults being responsible, you know, with the... Uh, with the ministry, it was on the point to be abandoned. It was in that time that the Lord began to call us. But let me tell you that what I was thinking in my mind, it was a crazy thing, you know, because I was beginning to to think that we 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 uh, we had to resign and to abandon this uh, wonderful opportunity that the Lord gave us uh, to work and to sustain our family, you know. Uh, as I told you, whoever wants to, to, to work in a place like that, you know, because there are uh, a future, a career that, that you can do, and probably in the future, a very good uh, retirement, you know. So I remember that my wife being a teacher and having two jobs, for the time that we take the decision to resign to everything, she told me that she was feeling how her stomach was... Um, I'd say that um, uh, turning, right? Turning. And uh, it was very dif- difficult for her because it was missing only eight years for her to be retired, you know. So uh, 
but very, very uh, difficult. But when we have the power of the Lord over us uh, and we are uh, willing to serve him, the Lord is so, so good. We were thinking that the Lord do miracles so great, right? And I, and I think when we uh, obey, we, we uh, decide to obey the Lord, uh, that is also a, a, a miracle that the Lord is doing in us, you know. So uh, probably not everybody is going to go to Congo or Colombia or uh, Didasco or, uh, I don't know, China. Maybe not everybody is going to go a missionary uh, around the world, you know. But we are, all of us, we are called to uh, collaborate with uh, somebody that, that we are sending, uh, Jose, overseas, that we are sending overseas. So, uh, but all of us, we are, we are called to, to do that. Um, let me tell you that uh, when the Lord is calling us, he's not explaining us why he's calling us. He's just calling us. And uh, it's very, it's almost impossible to say no. It's almost impossible. Uh, the person uh, sacrifice, but with pleasure, with uh, being pleasing, the security and uh, are very inside, you know. Um, uh, the Lord is not, is not in that moment asking us uh, to do something that we can do, you know. You know that many times there have been uh, many, many, many people that have been has been calling. Uh, Sometimes the people accept the challenge of the Lord, they accept the calling of the Lord, but they are uh, not sure about what they are going to do. And in this case, when we have a, a calling from the Lord, let me let me tell you that there is no room for doubts. You know, there is no room for doubts. Uh, uh, we completely sure accept the challenge of the Lord, and we are going to do it. Uh, I remember that we had we had a, a, a for that time we had a a, a small car a Datsun. I remember that. And that in uh, September 1993, we got all our stuff and put it in the car, and we felt that we were in a hurry, you know. To go to the desk, it was like uh, if somebody was pushing us, you know. Uh, uh, before I was worried, I was thinking, I was asking the people, I was praying the Lord. The Lord was awaking us on the middle of the night to pray, you know. And uh, it, it was a, 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 a very good relationship with the Lord that finally the only that we that we feel in our heart was the security was the, to be um, uh, completely sure that we were that 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 those that we were doing it was exactly what the Lord was asking us. Let me tell you that later I found, I, I met with um, with one of my boss at the American Embassy and he 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 asked me hey Jorge I was I was looking for you because I have a better position for you at the at the embassy. So I told him, uh, okay, uh, Mr. I don't remember his last name. Uh, now 
I accept a challenge from the Lord to take care of children in need. So he was, he was seeing my, me from my feet to my, to my head. And he told me, okay, if you want to do that, it's up to you. He couldn't understand at that moment. I hope that in the future he understood. But he couldn't understand um, what I was uh, called to do, you know. Because the Bible said that, uh, that, the, that the mind of the, of the, um, the natural man don't understand the things of the Spirit of God. So it's, 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 it's very difficult to, to make that the people understand these kind of things, you know. The people began, as, like, like, like I did, how is it possible that this guy is going to abandon uh, his uh, security job? He's putting in risk his family, and uh, they're crazy doing this, yeah? And uh, let me tell you that, yeah, we came to the Dasco like an, an adventure, and, a, and, a, and like an, a, an adventure with my family, you know. Because nobody offered us a coin of salary, you know, to come. And we were sure that the Lord, don't ask me how, how we did, but uh, yeah, of course, in my mind, was, was uh, any moment probably uh, uh, thinking that how, we was going to cover the needs of our family and even the children of the Dasco. But the Lord and the future during all these almost 26 years that we have been at the Dasco, the Lord has been so good. Last, like uh, we were singing right now. And he has been supplying for everything. But of course, the Lord has been uh, using, and in this case, I'm still surprised that the Lord has been using using. People like you and other churches that are helping us, that are supporting us, you know. I couldn't imagine that uh, the Lord w was going to use other people. But uh, we were um, reading on the, on, the, on the Bible. It says, will, I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. And I will make your name great. And, and you will be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you. So I know that even you're, you're, you're making uh, different activities here to collect money. Now uh, I'm realizing everything that you're doing here. And I, and I, and I think, uh, wow, that it, this is uh, 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 incredible. How the people is uh, willing they, their hearts to to help us to continue doing our work. So the Lord has been using you and others to bless us and to make that we uh, that we are able to continue doing our work. As Pastor John was uh, doing mention, yeah, we have 35 kids right now at the Dasco, but we help. Uh, a uh, run of 60 kids that are coming from the community, and they join, join us uh, uh, for the school. They are receiving the, the benefits of the school completely free. So sometimes I'm surprised when it say that uh, he, was, he was going to do of me a great nation. So the Dasco is a great nation for, not, for, for us. It's not talking about the whole Honduras. It's not talking about the whole the United States. But the Dasco came to be the city of Zion. You say Zion? 
the city of Zion, and, and he made of the Dasco uh, a, great, a great nation. So thank you, thank you very much for all of this that, that, that you're, doing, you're doing with us. Um, uh, right now we make the project of uh, changing the roof for the kitchen, you know. It was just a roof at one level, very old asbestos, and it was uh, really, really hot, you know. And when Pastor John called me and told me, okay, Jorge, uh, we're willing to go again to Didasco. Do, do you have uh, any project for us to do? And I asked him, okay, Pastor John, I want to take advantage of this and see if it's possible that we, that we change the, the roof for the kitchen. And uh, praise the Lord, all of you were able to collect the money that it was necessary to do this. Now, the, the, the dining room and the, and the kitchen, it has a pitch roof, uh, uh, highest than that we had, you know. It's more fresh. Even we make, uh, uh, I don't know if this is the correct word, but we, we make um, um, a monitor roof. I mean, drop ceiling. Okay. A drop ceiling. And that is to have more ventilation, you know. And, uh, yeah, we, we, we saw that it was really uh, another miracle from the Lord, you know. Um, so we are, we are really so, so thankful with the Lord and, of course, with all of you. Thank you. Thank you very much. But, of course, talking a little bit more about the, our, um, the calling that the Lord is giving us. Um, you know that different people in the Bible, I'm going to do, just mention some of them. Uh, beside Abraham, uh, Gideon, you say Gideon? Gideon was, was uh, I mean, no one of them chose the Lord or called the Lord. It was the Lord that they called them. Uh, uh, we can do mention about Moses. We can do mention about Jonas. We can do mention about uh, the Apostle Paul. And for no one of them, the calling from the Lord was easy. They had to abandon different, different things. And what can, what, what can say about the Lord Jesus Christ? He not only abandoned or resigned to his glory on heaven with the Father, but he came to be a human being like us. And not only that, but he died on a cross for all of that, uh, all of us. And uh, um, we are not we are not really experimenting all that sacrifices, you know. The only that we did was uh, with, the, with the strength that the Lord uh, gave us. Uh, we take a decision for just a little, little bit service that we can offer to him. That is not comparing with all that the Lord has given us. So um, we, we, we appreciate as Pastor, as Pastor John has been saying many times, you're in a small church, but you're a very generous church. And um, uh, for that reason, when I began to, to, to talk to you uh, this morning, I was thinking that uh, in this rain and that the Lord, it's, it's like a strain, you know, that in a place that is not, not uh, uh, used to rain a lot, now we, we are going to have almost four days raining. So that is a miracle from the Lord. I was saying, let it rain, let it rain, let it rain. And we're thinking just in the rain. But the Lord is open the floodgates of the heaven for different things in our, in our life. So we pray 
we pray and we have been praying that uh, now that I'm, that I'm reading there, pray for me. We pray for you, for the Lord, um, uh, increase your, your ministry, uh, bring more people to this church, bless every one of you and your private lives. And I know that the Lord is going to do great things with you. And uh, um, some of you, some of you told us this morning that we love that we look youngest. And I told and I and I told and answer you that is because we took a shower this morning. <laughs> yeah, but it's a, it, 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 it's it, it's um, it's sure that the Lord has been trading with us, with our health, and giving us uh, still enough uh, strength, you know, to continue doing our work. Now, let me tell you that uh, we have two kids, Michelle and Christian. Michelle is 33 now, and she didn't, she didn't get married. And uh, like uh, uh, five, uh, almost uh, five years ago, that she got graduated from the, the university, and she decided don't look for a job. But she decided to stay with us and conti- uh, 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 help us to continue uh, with the ministry, you know. So, uh, Michelle become to be uh, a very good support for us, you know. Now we are here visiting you, uh, having this very good relationship with you while she's uh, uh, down there, you know, taking care of all the responsibilities. So... Even in that, we are seeing how the Lord continues supporting our ministry and the calling that he, he gave us. So, um, oh, uh, uh, my wife said that Michelle uh, stay crying, you know, because she wanted to come, to come again. But I think uh, in, 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 in next uh, December, she will have the opportunity to come to the United States to visit my sister in Miami. And probably she's going to go to, um, uh, what is the name of the city? Well, uh, like very close to uh, Sarasota in, 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 in Florida. What is the, one of the second cities uh, very big in Tampa, right? Yeah, she will be flying to Tampa because uh, some of the uh, groups that are coming to Didasco, they invited her to, to come and, and visit, visit her. So she will have the opportunity, but as Rosa said, it's true. She was crying because, I think it's not, not because she wanted to come, but she was telling us bye-bye for, for 20 days, you know. So um, mm, we are so... So uh, thankful with the Lord because he, um, he considers us, uh, um, I say deserve, uh, worthy, yeah. He considers us worthy, you know, not only to be his kid, but also to allow us to serve him. Now, I totally forgot all that benefit that probably I couldn't have at the, at the U.S. Embassy. And I came, I was used to work with principles. You say principles? ¿Cómo se dice príncipes, hermano? Principles. Yeah, I was used to work with princes, with the U.S. government, you know. But now we're working with the, with the kings of kings, you know. And that's, that's the big difference. And for sure, we are assuring our, our eternal life with the Lord. Amen. 
Okay, thank you very much for this time. Uh, probably I'm going to, I, I mean, I'm able to, to say something, but I think that the, that the luck is, I mean, the, the, the time is flying, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, thank you. And we have the community too. Yeah, thank you very much. God bless you. They, they can tell you a whole lot of stories, and so uh, they'll be here today and tomorrow. So <laughs> if you want to come pick them up and, and uh, find them, give us a call. And uh, if you'd love to visit with them, uh, they would love to sit, take some more time with, with, with anybody who's, who's able to. Um, just continue to pray for Didasco, too. Um, they're, one of the things that, that Jorge didn't share was uh, they're looking to transition uh, where they retire at some point, maybe. And so um, right now you saw the picture in our video of, of the house that's being built. That is being built um, right down the road from Didasco, uh, and that's all being built by gifts from people in, in the United States. Um, and so uh, the church in Ada, Oklahoma, uh, the refuge pastored by Denny Truitt, who is the son of uh, Pastor Dean Truitt, who founded uh, Didasco, uh, that's where, where where they'll be going next, has helped. And uh, because of your generosity, we were also able to leave a blessing for them this time uh, because we got more than we needed. That's so it's so awesome with our church. We always say, oh, we, we need a certain amount. And then we, I would say almost every single time, almost every single time we're like, oh, man, we've got more than we needed. So what do we do? Well, we're going to give it away. We're going to give it to something else. Uh, we're going to find a way to be generous and, and pour out. So we were able to give some towards Jorge and Rosa's house this past time. But be praying for that whole situation. Um, you know, not just we're praying for the children. We're praying for their, their well-being. We're praying for the school and the teachers, uh, the finances, all those things, health for Jorge and Rosa and for those that serve them. and uh, But just also continue to pray for the future uh, because uh, the vision that was, that was originally in Brother Dean's heart was to see children rescued. And I know that Jesus didn't want to just do that for a time and then say, oh, we're done now. Uh, you know, and that's why God called Jorge and Rosa and... Aren't we so thankful that they answered that call, uh, that they're here today, that we have a relationship with you because you were obedient to God. And so we want to strive to continue to be obedient to God, to pray what he tells us to pray, to give when he tells us to give, to go when he tells us to go. And so uh, just be in prayer for that. Uh, is there any other prayer need that you would say, how, how else can we pray for you? Is there any other specific prayer request that you would have. Listen this. <laughs> I was telling you that uh, our daughter Michelle uh, is 33 and she's not married. Pastor John is talking about our possible retirement and the future. So we need that the Lord present her or introduce her a husband. Somebody, somebody could be scared of the Lord, that love the ministry, love her, because it's very probably she's taking place 
to be ready to be the director of the DASCO, you know. So, but we know that, uh, well, the Bible said that the Lord saw that it was not good that the man be alone. And now that the woman be alone, you know, I know she needs the support. For our health, it will be good that you continue uh, praying. It will be a, a very, very beneficial, beneficial for us. And, of course, uh, for the finances, you know, for, for the DASCO. Because now that we are having, um, uh, uh, we are the other three grades at the school, <clears throat> uh, the finances are not enough, you know. We have a deficit for the school, and uh, we are uh, trying very hard to cover that, uh, that, uh, that needs, you know. So um, I know the, the Lord uh, is willing to, to support us, but, of course, we need the participation of others. So thank you again. Amen. Thank you. We will continue to keep those those matters in prayer. So if you'll join join with us, we're going to continue to do that. So let's let's just pray right now. Uh, before we're going to close with communion, we're going to take the the, the Lord's table. Um, and and we're going to pray. Just let's just pray for for Jorge and Rosa and their family and, and Dadasco. Father, we just we just thank you for the opportunity today, right now, in the name of Jesus, that we we have been called to partner with Jorge and Rosa and with the ministry of Dadasco, Lord. That you have for you've connected our hearts with another nation, and most importantly, you've connected our hearts with with people. And so we thank you for the connection that has been made, and we thank you for all of the needs, Lord, that that you can meet these needs beyond anything we can ask or think. We thank you for health upon Jorge and Rosa. We just declare in the name of Jesus that their bodies will be supernaturally healthy, that that all sicknesses that would try to come into their body in the name of Jesus, we agree that they will be healthy in Jesus' name. We speak health and divine health over them in the name of Jesus. We thank you for provision. We thank you that the blessings of heaven, Lord, that we just talked about, the floodgates of heaven, that you will continue to open the floodgates gates of heaven over their lives and over Didasco, provision financially, Lord, uh, with workers, with teachers, with everything that's needed. Father, we thank you for Michelle as well, God, that we know that we have been praying, those of us on the team, Lord, we thank you that you have the right person for her that can come alongside her and lead, God. We thank you that this is going to be a man of God, a man who has abandoned everything to follow you, God, that, that puts Jesus Christ first, Lord, that, that she's not going to settle for anything less than the very best that you have to give for her, God. And we thank you right now for any burden upon her, Lord, that she's feeling that she'll be released from that, that you are going to meet all of those needs. And we thank you for that in the name of of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, I would just want to share one quick thought here before we take communion. I'm just going to take take one moment. As I was praying about this, um, I began to think about the the veil that separated uh, the Holy of Holies uh, in the Old Covenant. If you're not familiar with that, in the Old, Old Testament, the, uh, the temple... Uh, they had a place where the presence of God dwelt, where the Ark of the Covenant was. It was called the, the Holy of Holies. And in, in, the, in the temple, only, only certain people were allowed inside the temple. The priests were allowed to minister inside. And then only one person, the high priest, could go in once a year into the Holy of Holies. And it says there, there was a, 
there was a veil there. And there was really what it was was a, is a curtain. I mean, when we think of the word veil, we think of like, you know, like a bride's veil, you know. Um, but really, think of it like this. Think of like a very, very huge and heavy curtain. And it spoke, I mean, really what, what the veil spoke to was separation. The separation between God and humans. And right now, man, in our nation right now, we are being separated by everything that could separate us. And here's the deal. We can be separated over our political beliefs. We can be separated over our our ethnicity. We can be separated over our the way we, you know, dress. Uh, economically, we can be separated. Uh, culturally, uh, even even by our faith, we can be separated. There's so many things that we that can separate us. Where I can go, you go over there, and I'm going to stay over here. And so. Here's the deal. There's a lot of people saying, oh, we need to come together. We need to come together. We need to come together. But there's, there's only one person that tore the separation between us and God. And there's only one person who can break down the separation between relationships on earth. And that's Jesus Christ. You know, when Jesus died, what does it say? It says when he died, it says from the top to the bottom... The, the veil or the curtain was torn from the Holy of Holies to symbolize, to, to declare, to shout to the world, hey, there doesn't have to be a separation anymore. There can be wholeness. There can be unity. There can be relationship. There can be love now. There can be a connection with God. There can, there can be a, you can enter into the presence of God. It's not just for one person. And that's really the only thing that's going to help our nation is people who get in the presence of God. And they're changed by him so much so that they are able to relate to someone who is different than them. I don't going to preach too much here, so I'm going to calm myself. Because <laughs> we could go off on a tangent here that, that would not, that could get crazy. Um, so it says this in Ephesians, therefore... Remember that formerly you who are Gentiles by birth and called uncircumcised by those who call themselves the circumcision. Remember that at that time you were separate from Christ. Excluded. Have you ever been excluded? Anybody, you know what it's like to be excluded, right? I mean, that's, nobody, nobody wants to be excluded uh, where you're on the outside looking in where it's like, hey, you don't belong here. You don't belong here excluded from citizenship in Israel and foreigners to the covenants of the promise. You know, at one time we were all foreigners. It's a good reminder for us when we have our political views on foreigners that we know that, hey, Jesus was reaching out to them. That was free. So without hope and without God in the world, but now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far away have been brought near, how? By the blood of Christ. You know, the blood of Jesus is the great unifier. The blood of Jesus is the thing that can, 
make hearts that are hard get soft. The blood of Jesus is, is the only thing that can change someone's mind, where you can begin to think differently, where you can begin to see people differently, where you can begin to love people that you've never loved before. The blood of Jesus is the only thing that can set you free from the way of thinking that you've had over and over again. Negativity, negativity, maybe tearing yourself down. And so this morning, as, as we receive communion, I believe that God wants to remove veils. I believe God wants to tear things. And Guy was even praying it beforehand. And so I know it's I know it's a prophetic word that the Holy Spirit is saying right now and that he wants to to break down any barrier that would keep you from God and keep you from relationship with other people in your life that are important to you. Worship team, would you come on up? So today it says also in Hebrews six, I want to read this scripture too. Let me let me read this one. Hebrews chapter six. It says, because God wanted to make the unchanging nature of his purpose very clear to the heirs of what was promised, he confirmed it with an oath. In other words, he made a promise. God did that so that by two unchangeable things, his promise and which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled to take hold of the hope set before us may be greatly encouraged. And we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. And look what it says. Because of this hope, it enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain where our forerunner Jesus has entered on our behalf. He's become a high priest forever for us. It says in the order of Melchizedek. And that's, you got to read chapter 7 to figure that out. I can't, I can't do that today. Uh, with the time we have. But as we take communion, Jesus said, hey, do this. Number one, he said, do this. That's the reason we do this is because he said, do this. Just as Jorge and Rosa were obedient to God, we want to, this is in obedience to God that we do this. He says, do this in remembrance of me. The other thing, and this is free, this is from the foundations class, you can do this on your own. You know, there were some people that were freed when they went through our foundations. And this is not a commercial for foundations. It's just the truth of the Word of God. Sometimes we get this view that certain things can only happen at certain places. Like, I can, you can, I can only do that in church, you know, when the church gathers. Here's the deal. You can have communion with God anytime. That's why Jesus said, remember this and do this in remembrance of me. So sometimes it's a good idea for you to have just communion on your own. Do it at your house. Do it at your workplace at lunch. Take a lunch break and say, you know what? Jesus, find a piece of bread, <laughs> find something that's close to bread, and say, thank you for your body that was broken for me. And take communion in your office. Take communion in your car. Take it, take it wherever you are. Let there be continuous relationship with Jesus. That's what it's about. It's about to say, hey, the door is wide open now. Don't let anything stop you. Don't let fear stop you. Don't let doubt stop you. Don't let your your old way of thinking stop you. Don't let uh, don't let what you did yesterday that was really bad stop you. It doesn't have any power over you anymore because Jesus died on the cross and broke the power of sin and death. He said, "Do this in remembrance of me." In other words, I'm I'm remembering what Jesus has done, and I'm also remembering what He's doing right now. 
You know, communion is not just about, hey, he did something long ago and that's it. No, it's about, hey, he did something long ago and he's still doing it because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. He's still doing the same things he did that we read about in the Bible. He's doing them right now today. And taking this today, you're just saying, yes, God, I want you to do what you want to do in my life right now. So what we're going to do, we're going to, we're going to, the worship team's going to lead us in a song called Oh, the Blood, because the blood is really the, the way that we get into God's presence. It's the only thing, as I said before, that can free us. But if there's anything in your life uh, that is, there's a barrier of any kind, we're just believing today that God's going to tear that barrier down. There might be a relationship. There might be somebody that you need to forgive today. There might be just a barrier where God's going to speak to you and say, hey, you need to go to this person. There. They're probably not here, you know. It's like you got to go to them at a separate time. you got to obey the call of the Lord to say, I'm going to do something. I'm going to abandon staying comfortable, and I'm going to leave comfort and go do what you're calling me to do. So as the, if the ushers, whoever's going to be an usher for communion today, if you come, what we're going to do is we're going to hand out, hand out everything, hand out both the, the, the bread and the cup. So I'm going to pray. Uh, let's just worship. I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to go ahead and start singing this song. As, but just hold on to both the bread and the cup. If you're a believer in Jesus, you're welcome to receive communion. You don't have to be a member of our church. It's open communion here for every believer in Jesus Christ. So it's the blood of Jesus that tears down every barrier or wall that can separate us, that unites us together as the people of God, that brings people together that could never be together apart from Him. And so right now, Lord, we just thank You, Lord. I thank You today, Lord, any barrier in our minds between us and You, Lord, anything that's separating us that would uh, would try to confuse us or lie to us or... Lord, if we feel there's, we just can't get close to you, we just thank you that that is not true. We thank you that the truth is that you have made the way, that you've made a new and living way through the, through the body and the blood of Jesus Christ where we can be close to you. Lord, and we thank you, Lord, for healing, Lord, our land as well. Lord, healing relationships, God, that you would bring unity, Lord, that the people of God would be the ones who bring unity in this nation, God, that there wouldn't be a separation anymore, Lord, there wouldn't be finger pointing and division god we thank you lord that that is not your work we choose to be a part of the work that brings people together that brings people to jesus that brings people to love one another lord we thank you in our city and beyond that you would bring reconciliation god and forgiveness to those who have hated one another those who've been in opposition god and we thank you lord anything in our lives lord we choose to forgive anybody lord anyone that's wronged us right now we say we forgive them in jesus name because of the blood of jesus that it has power to release us into freedom and new life lord to live free from any offense to live free from from anything other than love and peace and joy and goodness gentleness and mercy and we thank you for that we receive your life and your freedom into us in jesus name amen We are finished today. Uh, if you'd like to come up and 
hug on Jorge and Rosa. Uh, if you need prayer for something else, come on up. But be blessed, and we will see you all on Wednesday night.